Oh, hi. This is Jonah Ray, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. <laughs> if this is going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Neil, girl. Out here, it's just a little bit strange. Weep it out. Trip without. Yeah. Yeah. Get off the cross, dude. It gets a lot colder. Hang on with your friends. Hey, all right. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna okay, my- that's a that's a that yeah, that's our new that's how it goes now. We start it up again. Everyone's gonna come to know. It's like they're like when we stop like restarting the intro song, people are gonna go like that's so weird. <laughs> they changed it. Now they just play it once instead of once in a couple seconds. <laughs> There's a little loop button, but it's very very small on my page. I'm gonna click that again. Uh, I turned it off, so it won't happen again. Hey, all right. That's Cash Hartzell, our quote unquote producer, waving. <laughs> And then uh, that that cackle uh, um, uh, that you hear when some uh, is from the guy who loves his friend's misfortunes, Neil Mahoney. That's me. Mm-hmm. Um, how you guys doing, Cash? I saw you a few days ago at work. I, I went. Oh, you get, get oh, real sorry, hot on that, that mic there, bud. Yeah, you were just yeah. like really over. Uh, yeah, and no. Uh, Jonah came by work. I saw your masked face and your wife's face. It was great. And then I I also had a mask on. It was great. We recognized each other from our eyes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was very, very nice. Uh, and uh, and uh, Neil, how have you been doing? Uh, I've been doing okay. Uh, Fred Belford came by today, and we had a nice six-foot That's good. curbside chat. With masks? With masks, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did the whole T-shirt sleeve up around my nose and mouth, mm-hmm. and he had his, uh, you know, medical grade mask on nice. it's hard to have a conversation that's just not about yes. this it's like i mean was this the same thing in depression during the depression where it'd be like it's like uh, how's it going buford well you know this depression is crazy huh yeah apples it's are real crazy i wonder when it's gonna end yeah apples where are you able to find fruit the dust bowl i thought got rid of everything Cash, you did not do your well, research. Well, my this my bit. grandparents were in California for the depression, so they mostly it was just like you, you keeping the Okies out. Yeah, I'm good. All right, that was their depression con, uh, conversations. <laughs> Cash comes from money. That's the uh, we gist come of from that. orchards. <laughs> we had an orchard. <laughs> we were also very against hobo stealing pies off things. We put our pies there. And when you mean when you mean Okies, is that like a racist term? They're proud of a... it. You've heard Okie from Muskogee. It's not a, it's, it's, it's their word. I guess I shouldn't be saying it. Oh, the people that were desperate to find work <laughs> and money worked. and a new life and a, bud, yeah, a better yeah. life no, no, for no, themselves. No, the American dream. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dad tried to do a family tree once and uh, we found out that like between the 1880s and the 1920s, everyone died of household oh, incidents. <laughs> Wow. It's just like, quote unquote, it's like, yeah, yeah, you were trying to like boil water for a bath and then you burned yourself to death. Yeah. And that was like, that's, that's also when uh, like indoor electricity was also new. So I'm sure there's a lot of that, yeah. right? It's just, Isn't that a thing? Isn't that a thing in the, in, in the, uh, the, what's the, uh, what was that one that, that old timey medical show oh. was on Showtime? Not the limey. Peaky Blinders? No, no. The medical oh. show. Oh, I remember. The gangster show. Uh, yeah, was it was like Netflix. a Steven Soderbergh thing. It was about the hospital, the, like the first hospital in New York City. I forget what it was called. I want to say uh, Peaky Blinders. No, that's a that's a that's not on Showtime. Nor is it about any kind of medicinal. Uh, and it's also, I think, this is a show that you watched, Neil. Yeah, because it was God, on TV. Was <laughs> no. Well, Neil's Neil's the biggest Showtime fan there is. But was it pre Ray Donovan? Because mm-hmm. that's re- what really got. It. Oh yes, Ray Donovan. It might have been. It might have been a bit uh, right around the same time. Um, God, My buddy Chris what Sullivan was that show was, called? And was they had the guy. It. I can't remember. He was. He he played like a half. It was yeah. like the something billions. No, no. 
And what's the guy? Uh, oh, Jesus sucks. Oh, it was the dude, it was the dude from uh, Croupier. The Nick. That's what it was called. Yeah. The Nick. That's the, Nick. the one. That's Clive it. Owen. Yeah, yeah, at the Knickerbocker yeah. Hospital. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so I remember the one of the bits in that one was uh, like, it's like they're, they have lights on or something like that. And then, uh, so, or something happens. And then, like, just a, a wire hits the ground in some water that one of the nurses is standing in. And then she just like stiffens up and falls down and dies. And you gotta, you gotta expect that happens all the time. I saw this movie. I watched it, I think, on a plane. Uh, but it's all it's about um, Edison and Westinghouse, like the battle they had about like you know AC versus DC uh, or whatever. Tesla, Tesla, and uh, or no, no, no. Yeah. Tesla is involved in it, but he wasn't a part. It was the businesses of Edison oh, and okay. Westinghouse. Yeah, Tesla like worked for Edison and then went on to like go and try and do stuff with Westinghouse and whatnot. Has own has own ideas, but uh, it, the big battle was uh, between yeah the Westinghouse. Uh, it was like it was all about getting them into the homes get it like you know it's like where edison's was all about like it's like they said it was like a hose like you just turn it on and it just mm-hmm. floods all the electricity floods out or as a, a westinghouse the one they were was the acdc current or whatever that uh I, I don't i don't remember the terms and i'm not smart so i'm not gonna try and keep going but that's also it's it's neat just seeing like it's like people going like it's like oh yeah there's this huge monologue about when they first like the the light bulb that stayed mm. on for longer than two hours and how they all like lost the, their uh, so when I was a when I was a bartender I uh, used to be a daytime bartender which meant you know nobody came in I mostly did prep work but the the people that did come in were almost exclusively old guys and one old guy spent his days uh, going to garage sales and buying old books and maps and posters of L A. And one day he came in with the L.A. Trade Tech course catalog from like 1915. So it was like literally L.A. Trade Tech had just started and it was a list of their courses and you could major in electricity. Like that, it wasn't electrical engineering. It was like, hey, we got this thing. And then there was like a list of career options if you did study electricity. And it was literally everything. It was like, oh, you wanna you wanna work in movies? Uh, they use electricity for lights. Oh, you wanna work uh, at home? Well, people are gonna put electricity in their houses. It was like one of those things where it's just like, we just invented this. You can learn everything about it in like a week and a half, and then you're an expert. It was really kind of cool. Yeah, that's rad. I'm uh, I'm uh, reading I Fatty right now from uh, Jerry Stahl, mm-hmm. the uh, Fatty Arbuckle book he wrote. And it's uh, it's real great, but there's a couple like just references to the times there, like in LA and stuff like that. But then uh, talking about how like it's like he was like bored and like he was able to figure out like how electricity worked and like was able to like that's stuff that's on what we need. We like need that. a we need everybody to go back and just be like we just need to be experts. Fatty we, Arbuckle. We need another Fatty Arbuckle. That is what I was trying to say. <laughs> Every time we get yeah. one, it ends in tragedy. We need, we need another Coke bottle rapist. Uh, you know, Neil, that's not, we. that's that's all yeah, speculation. That all speculation. <laughs> I used to live by the house where it speculatively happened. It was a very nice house. Oh, it was I thought a hotel, it was a house. I thought. Maybe it was, no, it no, was that's, that's right. Francisco. He lived in, in my old neighborhood that, uh, in West Adams. Yeah. Oh, in West Adams. Yeah, that's that's a, I think where he like died and yeah, he was just doing which is heroin. also several blocks away from where Marvin Gaye died after being shot by his father. It was the old fancy yeah. neighborhood for a long time. And you got uh, held up. By, uh, no, I've, I got no, I got held up by right gunpoint there, right? in um, like Venice, or actually like uh, the. I thought it was no. like by the West Adams. I've been house. held up the 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 one where they like pulled out the gun. That was uh, that was on Venice Boulevard going west. It's right by a Best Buy. Yeah. Oh. Like Overland. Venice and Overland. So be careful out there. Actually. The boys are back in town. All right. <laughs> oh boy, what a bummer. You know what? Why would the show get any better with this way? It's a, uh, recently, Guar's Jizmac Degusha, who we uh, recently heard uh, being interviewed on CNN uh, from Guar, uh, he uh, he's telling fans to uh, drink bleach, um, just like our, our, our fair leader. Um, and uh, here's a clip of him giving uh, his fans um, 
Uh, hey, everybody, it's Jismac of Guar coming at you with another PSA for the COVID-19. Uh, it was really great to hear our president and uh, America say that it was okay to, uh, you know, use bleach as a cleaner or as a drug. I mean, Guar's been using it as a drug forever. So, you know, this is the stuff. You know, you can inhale it. Uh, that's, that's a fun way. Uh, you can try to smoke it, shoot it. Obviously, drink it is the best. Um, that's what I like to do. You know, you just get the, you just get the big old bottle and just chug away. Jesus Christ! So, uh, if you want to stay safe with COVID nineteen, drink bleach, uh, shoot it, smoke it. Like I said before, Guar does it all the ways. Um, all right, people, <laughs> be safe. But stay you know sick. The, uh, yeah. Be oh, safe. You know the yeah. difference stay between uh, Guar telling its fans to drink bleach and President Trump telling his fans to drink bleach? Is none of the Guar fans are actually going to do it. No, no. Like, it's like, see, that's what that's when it's when you're being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when that sounds like that's what that sounds like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I, he's really yeah, he's yeah. really stepping forward and and putting a, a face forward. I mean, I have to say this is the most Guar media coverage that there has been in a long time. I'm glad they're taking they're using this. It's <laughs> a good point, you know, because yeah. it still look it still looks cool. It's because they, like they're still putting on the masks and the makeup when they do these little web videos. So you're just like eh, it's better than grainy footage of John Legend <laughs> in his mansion. Yeah, it's like. Two and a half hours of like him putting on fucking latex nose, and then <laughs> like I don't uh, know if they don't if they they're just masks. They just put on like a little face makeup, and then they just put the mask on on top. Neil, it's not like they go through two hours on the chair. Well, let me fantasize. <laughs> um. You know, a lot of stuff we talk about again canceled. Like uh, the gathering of the Juggalos is canceling for the first time, I think, in twenty-one years. Um, wow, twenty-one um, years. And uh, hey, 20 years somewhere there. Did that, yeah. That, has that gone on longer than Lollapalooza? Like, it longer than Lollapalooza, maybe longer than the Warp Tour? In, like, that's great. That, yeah. Well, you mean consistently? Yeah, I guess so. Because, like, because they, because Lollapalooza only went for a few years and then took a break and then kind of, yeah, just now in Chicago. Does it, yeah. Just like, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I think with um, Warp Tour, it was yeah. maybe 10 years they that's, did it. That's amazing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably one of the longest running uh, outside yeah. of Reading and Leeds. The Gathering of the Juggalos well, is it's one of the longest running. The yeah, the, the Gathering of the Juggalos is. What about like Bonner no? Because those those started. Those started. South by Southwest is feels South by Southwest is a music conference. I can't. I don't think you could really say that that's a festival. Yeah. Okay. You know, because it's just like you you need to. It's like I don't know. Like a festival to me is you know like Woodstock or. Uh, you Fuck know, yeah, or, or yeah, just, just like a, a bunch of Fuck bands yeah, all in the same sort of venue, at least, and you can go from one to the other. South by Southwest is yeah. like you can go to this bar, you can go to that bar, or there, it's separate a lot more. I don't know. You know, I bet I bet Coachella is pretty close to yeah. Gathering of the Juggalos time wise. I think that started in like 2000 oh, or something yes. like that, or 99. Uh huh. Sure, but you know, here's the thing: most Americans. Uh, in a recent poll, most Americans won't go to concerts until COVID-19 has yeah. a vaccine available. This is a Reuters poll that also says that 59% of respondents think theme parks oh, should man. open. Theme parks? Oh, no. They, people regularly throw up there. How will you know the difference? Not that COVID makes it. Like, imagine, imagine, like, it's like, you know, you would go... It's, there would just be someone right when people get off of a, you know, the Peter Pan ride, there would be just a guy in a hazmat suit spraying down and wiping down the, you know, the flying ship. And then it's like you go and then you go, go on. And, you know, just like and every Splash Mountain picture will look the same because everyone's going to be wearing masks. Just people in complete suits on the on Splash Mountain. It's just like, yeah, it just goes right off. Yeah. It doesn't even get what Tyvek hoods yeah. and fucking shrink wrapped faces. You can't tell if anyone's having a good time because you don't know if anyone's smiling. And that was that's something that Joel Hodgson always used to say. I forget who he was making fun of, but it was just like uh, he would always say, "You know, in the end, we're really in the smile business, right, guys?" <laughs> that's, that's I feel what we bad. Get I was really like booking on my solo trip to Magic Mountain in two yeah. weeks. <laughs> like I was really gonna have like a you good just, time going on. Yeah, I think you should still coasters. just drive out to the parking lot and do donuts. Yeah. 
you know, I, I've recently like uh, found the, that old mm -hmm. uh, longboard I had, uh, and I, I keep on going like maybe I should just go to the uh, the zoo parking lot and just kind of just pedal around that, in that the, big empty parking lot. That would uh, that that's the next like BuzzFeed list is like empty parking lots near you <laughs> that you can run around. Like that's the switch to COVID entertainment. It's not top eight media feeds or whatever. Ugh. But that's that they that that's that's irresponsible for them to promote a place yeah, where everyone true. would know about to go. I was yeah. uh I was tempted to uh email Aaron Baker, our friend, uh and have him set me up with us. Well he's they're, they're still shipping at, and I saw on Instagram he's uh he put together uh like a little grind pad in his parking spot. So he's still skating. He's just skating yeah. like I did uh when I lived in the hills above Santa Cruz. It's like the ten feet of concrete that you have and that's all you can skate on. No, 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 no didn't not have a lot. lot of concrete. We, we did have apples. <laughs> yeah. And you would in, sometimes in, have in, to in, chew away the Okies with your skateboard. Stop stop Get out of here, dudes. Stop paying. In the in the in the respite of uh, the virus, my street was repaved, so it's like super smooth, new pavement uh, on water. You live on street. such a crazy hill. You wouldn't. That's a that'd be a terrible idea to ride your skateboard around there. You're gonna bomb no, that no, on right the dead end. Like the 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 flat part, the the one that goes by the time it was sort of filled with dreams. I know, people like, really people really speed down that road, Neil. I'd really yeah, I don't, don't play in the street, in the street go, in the, there, huh? go in the park. Also, you just told everybody where you live. He's starving for a, he's starving he's starving <laughs> for any kind of attention. The the come yeah. on, man. There's going to be a gathering of Jonah Radio fans right outside your house. You don't want that in this time. Uh, mm -hmm. So Daft Punk, the French DJ, the robot collector, um, the French electronic duo. Yeah, um, they. Uh, have only ever done one film score, and that was for uh, Tron Legacy, uh, which which they also made a cameo. You know what, Tron Legacy? It's on TV a lot, and it's not that bad. My problem, my problem with Tron Legacy was, like, you watch the first Tron, and they kind of took computers, and they made up a story about them, and nobody knew anything about computers in 1981. Everybody's like, yeah, that's how it works. And then Tron Legacy comes out 20 years later. And they're like, we're going to continue the story from the from the first movie. But everybody watching it's like, yeah, that's not how computers work. We know how they work now. That was my big disconnect with it was like, he's a program. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, but I think like, uh, you know, they, they they were just continuing the story of the what exactly. they set up, the reality. They it was set like up. the reality worked the first time. It didn't work as well the second time. But it's still really cool to watch. Like, it's a fun thing. But that's on you. If you, you're bringing your own electronics know-how from that from that guide you electro from, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no from my, my studies at work. 1915 la trade tech i studied electro electronics yeah yeah exactly now cash there was something weird about the story that i wasn't sure you were working during the day so was it really crowded or did you just prep I just uh for basically the evening, shift? the evening shift okay sorry i wasn't sure if no, that you no, said that i just needed to know limes cutting lemons you know making great but what okay yeah yeah all right uh mm -hmm. but so daft punk guys they're returning to the Ooh. soundtrack sphere and they're going to be doing the score they're going to be composing a score for a new dario argento wow. film oh yeah uh, uh, uh um the uh but argento in an interview said they are my admirers uh they know all <laughs> my cinema they heard from french friends that i was shooting a new film and called me to say we want to work with you Wow. So that, that's exciting. That? That's, uh, I, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, oh shit, Dario Argento is still making um, movies. Where did, where did you get that yeah. clip of him, uh, him speaking with that accent? That was, uh, I thought I had all the clips on this side. Yeah, my, oh, yeah, my, my, it is. They know all my cinema. They have from French friends that I was shooting the film and the music. We want to work with you. Is that I good? Didn't know. Is that what you want to say? That's pretty. That's pretty impressive of me. Yes. Yeah. See, best part about doing like Italian accents uh, is that it, it can't be racist because yeah. they're also pretty much white. <laughs> ah, spaghetti. Ah, spaghetti. Oh. So, Rage Against Machine, of course, not able to do their reunion tour, but that won't stop the fans from, uh, you know, giving up for them. And uh, we found this on uh, Spin.com. Daniel Cohn. Uh, he uh, posted this. It's uh, okay. All right, no, cool. No, no, I'll no, just no. wait I, to set I it up. It until I after it. Go ahead. 
Okay. Um, but anyway, here's a, uh, a little girl uh, with her father uh, doing Killing in the Name of by Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Don't, don't try it, Neil. It won't sync up. She sounds like me trying to freestyle. Alright. Oh. Hey. Alright, we we heard enough. I've heard enough. Get out. Get out, you little girl. That was Aud- take your dad Audrey, with you. according to the fire. Heard man. enough. Way to go, Audrey. You're going to Hollywood. Audrey, you're going to Hollywood, but you have to say <laughs> goodbye to your father. Simon Simon Cowell. Right now, right now, you make the decision. Do you want the dream? Do you want the dream? Or do you want a family? You have to say goodbye to your father or you can't go to Hollywood. And then she says, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Um, that is adorable. What do you what do you think her political views are? <laughs> I think she's probably a proud libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> You think she's like a like a Phoenix, Arizona? Oh, you think she's out there marching right now? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I think she's pretty much a cookies for all sort of sort of uh, Democrat. Julian Casablancas, who of course the Strokes played some uh, Bernie mm-hmm. Sanders rallies um, during uh, before he dropped out of the presidential race, uh, he is now backing. Uh, here, I'll do this uh, as uh, Neil Hamburger. The Strokes, Julian Casablancas, is backing alleged rapist Joe Biden for president. Wow. <laughs> but he says this. He says this. He says he doesn't think that it's the universal duty of artists to share political views. He says, I'm secretly holding out hope that uh, Biden will choose Bernie as his running mate. I feel that would be a good way to guarantee victory, in my opinion, but he pro- will probably choose a woman. Um, but he doesn't think it's, yeah. the, like you said, the universal duty of artists to take a political stance. I think politics is a different beast. To me, art is an escape. The absurdity of life, people are seeking to run away from the negative things and kind of find inspiration. Um, however, that doesn't mean he thinks that they should stay quiet. He says, uh, if you feel like you believe in something to clearly stand for, I think you should have the courage to do it, whether you're a musician or not. And that's like a big, that's a big thing. And we talk about that, the separate art artists. It comes up all the time. Um, and, and like, it's, it's funny that it's usually like, it's like, you know, on the left, it's, you know, when someone like an actor who I always mm-hmm. enjoy, James Woods, turns out mm-hmm. to be kind of a, a shithead. Uh, I don't, I don't go like, I don't plead Huge for him shithead. to stay out of politics. Like I go, no, why do you got to talk about politics? I liked you. I just go, ah, oh, you, you suck. But then, um, but I just I don't think about it. But then, like you know, every time any kind of like celebrity on you know Twitter, t- like or Instagram tweets about politics, like yeah, they do. People get upset. They they say, no, don't talk about politics. Why do you got to like divide your audience? That is uh, very true. Um, I think we've all been hurt by not being able to watch James Woods stuff anymore. What is he in recently that I watch? Like he shows up in it. And he's so good. Oh, it was uh, oh. it was a casino. Okay. Yeah, Casino is on like nine times a day on Cinemax or whatever, and I can't not watch it. It is real good. It's, it's real good. A, it's such a good movie. Um, and he is, and yeah, but like, but James Wood is like great, and he's like he's he's pathetic and and weird. Yeah. And... Yeah. What do you think? Uh, time for a song. 
Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's do it. Let's um, let's play uh, one of my favorite Man Man songs. Oh shit! Oh, we no, never we haven't played one song yet, have we? Oh shit! Look at that. Um, all right. Well, let's play um, let's play one of my favorite Man Man songs. Um, Van Helsing Boombox. I remember seeing them play this live at Spaceland in Silver Lake years and years and years ago. like sex, you'll love BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. In this time of staying alone, everybody wants to do their best. I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm doing all sorts of stuff that I didn't before, and BlueChew.com sounds like an interesting thing. You always want to put on your best performance. You always want to kill time. Well, BlueChew.com will help you do that if you happen to have a partner, or if you're getting ready for getting out there when this is all over and meeting somebody, you want to put on a show. So BlueChew.com, you can get the first chewable with the active ingredients, Solendophil or Tilatophil, which are the same active ingredients as in Viagra and Cialis. BlueChew.com affiliated physicians work with you to find the dosage and active ingredients that is best for you. Chewables can work faster, faster than normal. The chewables from BlueChew can be taken on a full or empty stomach, 
Online Physicians Consult is free, so it is cheaper than the other two Viagra and Cialis, and it only takes a few minutes to connect with BlueChew.com Affiliate Physician, and if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. No in-person doctor visit, no awkward conversation, no wasting time in line at a pharmacy. Ships directly to your door in discreet packaging. And the chewables from BlueChew.com are made in the USA. BlueChew gives you confidence in bed every time. Come on, if you're waiting to pop out of your bubble at home, you're ready to get out there and meet somebody, put your best foot forward. You and your partner will love it. Chew it and do it. What a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code Jonah. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. All right. Promo code So remember, Jonah. when you think boners, right. think Blue Jonah. BlueChew.com. <laughs> we we yeah. said we said we take it. We said we take ads. <laughs> I mean, there's three boners hosting this thing, so why not, you know... It's our mascot is just a. Yep. How does that make you feel, Neil? See, here's the thing, Neil. How does that make you feel? I wonder if you can get uh, these pills uh, from that kink store near your house, Neil. The one that you drive by a lot. Um. Yeah. Oh, I so don't you, think you so. can't get you it from the, uh, yeah, yeah. You have to go online to get that deal. Uh, promo code Jonah okay. in order to get these. Things. All right, Neil. You 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 yeah. you. you, you Let's give further information on where to find you, my You were okay with yeah, it. I like Neil giving his cross we, we let it be known that you live uh, by like what a, kind of field a, is nearby. Um, uh, so remember earlier when we were talking about it, this was like maybe a, you know an episode or two ago where um, Paul McCartney was on Howard Stern and he kind of was talking about how the Beatles are better than the Stones, which is kind of an age-old yes. conversation. Um, yeah. You know, he said... Uh, you know, like that they, they had more influences while, you know, the Rolling Stones were kind of, you know, based, you know, more blues and stuff like that. Um, and so, you know, when Keith Richards was chatting uh, with uh, Zane Lowe on his podcast, um, the, you know, was a little debate was brought up and um, it's, he said the big difference between, uh, said Jagger actually did this. Jagger said, but the big difference between Beatles and the Stones is that um, the Stones are still making music together. So the Rolling Stones is a big concert band in other decades and other areas when the Beatles never did an arena tour. Madison Square Garden with a decent sound system. He said they broke up before that business started and and the touring business for real. He said we started doing stadium gigs in the 70s and are still doing them now. There's, that's the real big difference between these two bands. One band is unbelievably lucky still playing in stadiums and the other band doesn't exist. Oh, Jesus. Jeez, Louise. Beatles they played a baseball football. stadium. They played a uh, yeah. No, they, their their final show was at Candlestick Park in San Francisco. Yeah, oh, they did Shea Stadium too. Yeah, yeah, but like the sound wasn't like there yet. Like apparently, it's a. I think it was that that Hulu doc. I think that Ron Howard made called Eight Days a Week, and it was just kind of about the like last touring shows they did, and um, and it's just like they just said it was just this PA set up next to the stage, like, and then they had they had like you know the were the 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 speaker system the sound system for the stadium was just coming out of like where the announcements come from for the baseball games oh really so they didn't like it wasn't like set up the way that a stadium show is now it was sort of like just like hey let's play into this thing that like normally announces who's batting yeah so apparently which, there was, which are like, terrible it was just crazy like you know like the sound bounce and it was like tinny and it was just kind of all over the place and uh, there was no like uh, way for them to hear because there was no, I guess there was no real monitors. And so, oh, Jesus. yeah, it's like it was. And so Jagger's right with that. It's like it was before they figured out how to, how you know, how, how you can do a stadium show. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. Um, I've I've actually seen pictures. The the Dead used to play Candlestick Park, and when they would come in, they would literally build a wall of speakers that was probably fifty feet tall. And then there was just a cutout in the middle of the speakers where the band was. Jesus. So it was like they brought their own huge boombox and played from the middle of it. Jesus. I don't know if I, uh, it's like I haven't seen too many shows in arenas and in stadiums. I guess like the only stadium show I've seen would probably be Dead and Company. The time we all uh, yeah went there, and then um, I yeah I've never seen a show at Staples or the Forum or anything like that. I I just. I think I, I saw Eric Clapton play where the Sharks play 
but other than that, I don't think I've seen any like huge ones that weren't like outdoor things. Like yeah, the bowl. I, well, or... I saw I saw Metallica in an arena in Hawaii. Uh, oh, yeah. at Blaisdell Arena. Metallica, I saw Metallica at the Boston Garden, and it was theater in the round, so it was like, you know, everyone was like, you know, all around them, and the stage rotated and shit. Oh wow, was that the master? No, that was that the which tour was that? Do you remember? Shit, it was like was it Black Album Reload four ninety ninety seven. So that was like Somewhere Reload. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, no, that was Load. Yeah, my, na- my, 90, 90. my fake girlfriend at the time was uh, uh, like a label, like uh, 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 intern for Sony. And you have a girlfriend? No, it's fake. Fake. Oh, it is Reload. Yeah, penis. You're right. Penis. Uh, so we lost her. So how, uh, why was she your fake girlfriend? Because uh, we were friends, and I liked her, and she did not like me. Oh, so, oh, so she, the typical twenties so fake girlfriend, yeah. Unrequited love. Yeah. So she was she your was gal in, pal. She was into Morrissey, so. Well, that's you have a type, Neil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I. That's how much Neil hates himself. He finds women that love music he despises. <laughs> And then loads up on Blue Chew and takes them out somewhere as on a date as a friend. Yeah. Fucking fire down their Blue Chews and then go up on the roof and fucking spray paint murals. <laughs> He's spitting it like, it's like tobacco juice. He just keeps it in his mouth and spits out a little bit every once in a while. Really? Um, did you guys uh, watch the Beastie Boys uh, doc? You did? Yeah, I said we should all watch oh. it so we could talk about it. I well, I I find that it works better when you guys talk about it, and then I can ask questions. I'm standing it's in for. Oh, so good cashier. Yeah. Coming. Is it Apple TV? Yeah, it yeah. was free right, right now. Oh, it's I didn't even know it was free. I thought I had to sign up. Apple, okay, well, Apple TV and Epix and HBO are all free right now, and I think it's only free till maybe May first. So you, I think, might have to watch it, it today. Yeah. I think, I think that might depend on your cable carrier because I had to sign up for Apple TV. Oh, I, I don't uh, have cable, but I'll, I'll wait, figure how, it out. How, I do want to watch it. Wait, how does that – cable carrier has nothing to do with Apple TV. But uh, Yeah. Yeah, so you check out the Beastie Boys. Uh, it's it's real good, and it's real – you know, there's, of course, some sad moments, and it's uh, – it's just – I mean, it's for me, I wanted it to be an entire series, and I wanted yeah. them to really go as meticulous as they did uh, with the book, which is very detailed, you know. Is it? I mean, I guess they're both telling the same sort of story, but is it? Is it like an adaptation of the book, or is it just? Yeah, a bit. Sort of... You know, it's like them commenting on the stories and each other and stuff like that. But it's just the book has so much stuff, and so they kind of just kind of, you know, trot along and tell the story till about, uh, till about Hello Nasty, and then they kind of wrap it up from there. Yeah, yeah. Even though they put out stuff after that, Hello Nasty does feel like the end of the the career everything after that always felt like a like a reunion project almost i mean i don't know if they were hanging out less or anything like that but like i feel like hello nasty was the like it's their best album i think yeah and it was sort of like okay we've done it like yeah we've we've made a whole career well in the book they talk about how um it was Yauk's idea to like he's like he like he wanted the next record which was uh to like to the five boroughs or whatever um, mm-hmm. he wanted that one to be a full on, um, a full on like rap album. Like he didn't want mm-hmm. to do any like live instrumentation. He wanted it to be just, he's like, he's like, he didn't want any, like he didn't want the hello nasty, which was how they, what they kind of consider like a mixtape, you know, where it's because mm-hmm. all the different types of songs and whatnot. Um, though it doesn't have any punk songs on it. Uh, no, but, um, but it's, yeah, it's like, he wanted to just do a rap album and like, uh, and I remember they talk about country Mike, the country Mike EP. No, I'm not talking about Country Mike. I'm not talking about like Leo Leo or the In Sound from Way Out or uh, uh, the Mix Up. I'm talking about oh. I'm talking about uh, to the Five Boroughs, hmm. or even the BS2000 record, which was also great. Ad Rock, yeah. Ad Rock side project. Maybe maybe we uh, maybe we make a documentary that's just side projects. Yeah, <laughs> it's so great towards the end there where they show Atwater Village. Where yeah, I'm like that's down the street. Like that's where I get my coffee. Like, yeah, I went to an audition in that place where the G spot was. Yeah. I remember, I remember like, going to an audition and being like, this place looks familiar. 
fucking Weird Al's accordion school. <laughs> Dave's accordion school. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, That's where Mike Chillian went to learn uh, accordion. Cool yeah, I thought it was, I, I, I spotted a house not too far from there and we got really excited. We were driving around looking at places to move and then I we found this house and it looked great and then we just got the email back and it is very seriously a scam. <laughs> so can't afford to work to to move to Atwater yet, but we'll get there. I uh, yeah, I really enjoyed when I lived there. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, but you know, there's been a lot of just because of the the book and the documentary. A lot of people have been asking Ad Rock and Mike D if they were going to do new Beastie Boys music, and uh, their response is without Adam Yauch, it's not a band. You know, so it's like, no. like it's a he's yeah. they're like they're like he started the band. Uh, you know, so it'd be weird. And it, he says, and it, there's a way of. And there's always a thing uh, for all these years, Mike and I have always done side things or just all kinds of projects. And we're always happy for each other and inspired by each other. But the band is the band. And without Adam, it's not the band. Well, it'd be like trying to put the Beatles back together right now. He can't do it. Unlike the Rolling Stones, who just people die and they just keep going. I mean, the Beatles and the Beastie Boys are, 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 are the people. It's, you know, it, they said, uh, Mike D said, uh, it felt so good. Uh, uh, I felt so good about being able to do these projects. We're still doing stuff as a band, but it's not like we're trying to make a record uh, as a band without Yauk. But uh, yeah, that Yauk thing is just so crazy. It's that it's that idea of just, you know, candle burn too bright kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Like he was just, he was so fast and like had ideas and like he just was constantly, you know, I don't know. It's just like his, 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 his effect on the people around him in the world was like he he got it all done real fast <laughs> yeah yeah the energy he put in the 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 way that it he you know helped create an entire scene that then eventually took over sort of the world <laughs> or at least helped expand that scene um but uh yeah it's uh i highly highly recommend uh watching the beastie boys story on apple which is free right now and then also while you're there check out little america uh with uh by, by executive producers kumail nanjiani emily v gordon and alan yang the yang gang as we like to call them <laughs> um uh, we're I, take- okay yesterday i was driving to work and i pulled up behind somebody who has spray painted across their back window yang 2020 oh. so yeah, no, don't 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 put it in spray paint, folks. Well, you know, maybe they're they're not really referring to it as the. Uh, they're just saying twenty twenty is a good year for Yang, in general. That is a good point. It is. You know? Maybe maybe it was Alan Yang. I don't know. I might have been behind him, and he's just like really in himself now. You know what I haven't seen in a long time? Uh, uh, don't blame me. I voted for blank. <laughs> that is true. You can blame anyone now. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's blameable. Yep. Um, so our friend Ryan Kantner has reunited his old band, Man Man, or started it anew, and um, their album comes out today, May 1st. Um, it's a, an amazing album. It's it's some of the best stuff that uh, Ryan and Man Man have ever done. And um, uh, one of the ways, and it's a weird time for him to be prom- trying to promote a new album because, you know, like, if unless it's like about coronavirus COVID-19 stuff it's like you know no one really wants to talk to any of these people <laughs> that are mm-hmm. us. you know it's like it's they, not like fetch the bolt cutters isn't the only new album that's come out yeah. but, though you think so was just the you know the way people talk about it great album and it flows too I really like this the sound and the the just the track list it just it, it, it the album is nice to just kind of put on and put on loop just because the way the journey it takes you on for sure the journey it's like uh it's like the city is a character in the movie (laughs) i want to flush you down the toilet right now you for doing a great uh comment on a terrible person you want to flush the character you want to flush my character down or me for doing the character Mm, can't have it both ways buddy no buddy not not in this time you got to be respectful of your pipes Mm mm-hmm um so uh but so man man did this thing where they got uh they got nabbed uh and pulled real quick but uh cyrus garamani uh king cyrus um he uh he basically remixed the entire man man album uh but put red hot chili peppers uh vocals uh over it and and did the whole album and they put it up and they got nabbed real fast uh, from the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers lawyers. But, uh, 
Okay, so the thing is, like, he also like it's like he didn't just do one song. Skip ahead anywhere, uh, Cash, and uh, he, it's just and it's the same lyrics the entire time. But try to try another spot. All right, that's that's the okay. That's, what yeah. I thought was the skip was is actually uh, the volume on those. So uh, I cannot skip, but that I will say. <laughs> all the way through this fucking thing there it, it he does it for every song every goddamn song on the album is what i got gonna get it put it in you yeah and it works like like that trust the, us the pre- trust us it yeah. works on every song it does oh uh, hold on uh, i'm gonna <laughs> turn it all the way down uh yeah no i i can't skip on That's this okay. sorry i didn't i didn't know but um yeah it's insane i actually went by my old place the other day and Ryan was walking out and uh, picked up some mail, but he told me about this. Um, he told me he was going to do it. And then I was driving to work the next day, right when they were doing it. And I started listening to it and I just texted him. I was like, you guys are the biggest fucking idiots and I can't <laughs> stop laughing. Yeah, it is great. It's, it is really, really great. And it's a testament to, to Cyrus and Ryan, how, hard they work that they could actually do pull this off it's it's pretty incredible yeah no for sure um and uh that album is out today also what's going on today is uh is Bandcamp. if you go and buy anything from Bandcamp, do it today may 1st because 100 of your money will go to the artist that you are buying from uh they okay. a lot of bands that you like you think it's just for small bands a lot of bands now have uh band camp so it's uh you know you can look up your a band you like and they probably have a band camp and if you buy something from them even it's an mp3 or a shirt or you know whatever an album a download um it'll 100 all the proceeds go to the band themselves and it looks like their uh band camp is going to be doing this on the first of every month for a while That's so great. uh if you want to buy something do it do it anytime i, I mean Bandcamp obviously needs the support too but uh 100 on the first goes to the artist Yes, uh, which is great. We here at Jonah Radio, we love Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. We so sure Bandcamp do. All, if Bandcamp wants to give us money on May 1st. Well, on, oh. uh, if there's, or there's some sort of Bandcamp chewable, we would be happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you want your, it's, uh, yeah, if you want your band to pitch a tent to camp, <laughs> Bandcamp chewables. Um, Bandcamp chewables. For those long road trips. <laughs> Uh, but that's it. That's our episode uh, for this week. Uh, we were going to end on a new Man Man song. The album is out today. Cash, what's that album called? That album is called Dream Hunting in the Valley of the In-Between. It's got a very cool cover of what looks like a, a warthog the size of a horse uh, with a skull face looking at a woman. Um, you can, if you head over to... I don't know if this will still be going because it's a pre-order deal, but there's an awesome pre-order deal over at Sub Pop's Mega Mart. Um, so check that out if you're interested in buying it. I'm buying it right now with uh, the double vinyl and the T-shirt. So uh, it's gonna be Cash, pretty awesome. I'd say wait, wait till tomorrow. Well, no, but oh, I'm buying it, it from the. Oh yes, yes I'm going to yes, do it yes, through yes, Sub Pop yes. so I get the T-shirt because I want yeah. I want a Man Man T-shirt so I can stand yes. next to Ryan and go like, "This is him on my shirt." This is him on my shirt. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for tuning into the show. Thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you guys are liking it. Uh, I miss I miss you, Neil. I miss you, Cash. I miss you guys too. I miss you guys too. All right, um, this and hopefully uh, this soon is... we'll all be. What's this track called? On the men. men. Yes, as a nation. Don't be a dork. Stay okay. inside. Do it.
mind. Thought you 